The MarTech Podcast is a proud member of the I Hear Everything Podcast Network. Looking to launch or scale your podcast? I Hear Everything delivers podcast production, growth, and monetization solutions that transform your words into profit. Ready to give your brand a voice? Then visit IHearEverything.com. From advertising to software as a service to data, Across all of our programs and clients, we've seen a 55 to 65% open rate. Getting brands authentically integrated into content performs better than TV advertising. Typical lifespan of an article is about 24 to 36 hours. If we're reaching out to the right person with the right message and a clear call to action, then it's just a matter of timing. Welcome to the MarTech Podcast, a Ben J. Shap LLC production. In this podcast, you'll hear the stories of world-class marketers that use technology to drive business results and achieve career success. We'll unearth the real-world experiences of some of the brightest minds in the marketing and technology space so you can learn the tools, tips, and tricks they've learned along the way. Now here's the host of the MarTech Podcast, Benjamin Shapiro. Welcome to the MarTech Podcast. Today, we're going to discuss the latest in e-commerce platforms. Joining us is Eric Jan C. Van Putin, who is the VP of Marketing at Dynamic Web, which offers a cloud-based digital experience platform. Dynamic Web enables customers to deliver better digital customer experiences and to scale e-commerce success through their content management, digital marketing, e-commerce, and product information solutions. So far this week, Eric and I have talked about the ongoing acceptance of e-commerce as the norm. Yesterday, we talked about when you're at an enterprise-level scale, deciding between an all-in-one platform or best-in-breed integrations and some of the trade-offs between building an e-commerce stack or depending on one vendor as a solution. And today, we're going to talk about the diffusion of digital experience platforms. All right, here's the third part of my conversation with Eric C. Van Putin, the VP of Marketing at Dynamic Web. Eric, welcome back to the MarTech Podcast. Thanks, Ben. Looking forward to this one, DXP. We've talked a lot about e-commerce, about building the e-commerce stack, whether you should use point solutions, rely on a single platform, and now all of a sudden we're turning the page to DXP. First off, what the heck's a DXP? That's actually quite a good question because, interestingly enough, it's not very well or agreed upon definition. If we take the analyst leaders on that one, it comes down to that it's a technology that allows you to manage digital touch points to offer the best possible customer experience. Digital touch points to offer the best possible customer experience. And to me, this sounds similar to CDP, CRM, where you're understanding what your customers' behaviors are, and then you're building triggers to be able to communicate with them effectively. It's like a word salad of three-letter acronyms. Is the CDP different than the CRM and the DXP? I hear you there. Because it's not a real agreed-upon definition, you quickly get there. But yeah, you're right. Customer data is quite often at the center. So you need to be able to really put a user database in there so that you are able to trigger based on all kinds of different sources to make sure that you can offer the best possible customer experience being triggering an email, personalizing a front page, pushing the right e-commerce product in front of someone on their third visit. So it seems like a DXP is really not only a platform that understands the user behavior, but also has the capability of triggering experiences 
for external communication and also iterating your internal tools, modifying your websites, changing what your products offers are, and then also communicating that. Am I thinking about it in the right way? You're absolutely hitting solid ground there. So often the basis can be found in content management solutions. That seems to be the agreed upon base. From here, it really gets a bit foggy. There are CMS pure players that refer to themselves as well as experienced platforms. Personally, I think you need to be able to do a bit better. You need at least digital marketing campaigning, email marketing solutions, and a form of user management, as you were just saying. It doesn't have to be a full-blown customer data platform, but you do need to have some of these elements in there before you can start referencing to yourself as a DXP. And here you also have the vendors that go based on pure integrations as they are basically only a CMS. You have the Frankensteins that have bought every piece of technology out there and bolted it together in an unhinged manner just to be able to cover the enterprise needs. A special thanks to our presenting sponsor, Mutinex. Ready to take your team from I think to I know? Then join brands like Samsung, ING, and Asahi who make better marketing decisions with Mutinex. Mutinex Growth OX, the marketing mixed modeling platform that makes measuring ROI fast, easy, and cost-effective. Request a demo at mutinex.co. That's M-U-T-I-N-E-X dot co. Time for a one-minute break to hear from our presenting sponsor, Mutinex. In 1919, John Wanamaker said, half the money I spend on advertising is wasted. I just don't know which half. Well, the advertising landscape has changed since then, and instead of reaching your audience on two channels, you're probably reaching them on 20. Turns out John didn't know how easy he had it. But that doesn't mean that you should give up on striving towards marketing effectiveness. No matter how complex your marketing strategy is, Mutinex Growth OX is the market mix modeling platform that measures the impact of marketing on your bottom line. Mutinex's market mix modeling platform calibrates your insights against the latest market conditions so you can make media and marketing investment decisions confidently and quickly. Ready to take your team from I think to I know? Then join brands like Samsung, ING, and Asahi who make better marketing decisions with Mutinex. Mutinex Growth OX, your best decision starts here. To learn more about Mutinex, go to mutinex.co. That's M-U-T-I-N-E-X dot co. Okay, here's the rest of today's interview. So walk me through some use cases about who's using a DXP, how it's helping bolster their business performance. Glad to. So there are luckily many dynamic web customers that are able to use our solution to drive better customer experiences and to drive e-commerce success. What we see is what is possible, of course, with our platform and or with a DXP in general doesn't always really mean that it gets used to the full potential. Personally, I believe that, for example, personalization, although Gardner is sharing that it's on its way back, I think it never really was out there enough. I think it's a missed opportunity. If you are able to showcase in a B2B environment that you are really able to understand the visitor on their first visit, on their first page load, that you understand what industry they are, so you can adjust the titles, you can adjust the images and all that, imagine how much better effect that has instead of pushing your same static website to everyone. 
And that can also be applied uh, on a recent study by Gardner into commerce and e-commerce. If you are able to show on or you personalize the homepage so that a return visitor is able to see different kinds of products they might have been browsing before, that has a bottom line effect. So DXPs can actually be used in very exciting ways, but there are relatively little brands out there that really maximize this. So who are the most well-recognized DXP companies? There are three, I would say. Of course, we have Adobe. Then we have EpiServer, and then we have Sitecore. These are the big guys out there. Venture capital is behind it and all that, so they have quite some market share. But there's also the question, of course, what are their products offering and how much of that is really used? So it seems like DXP is really a combination of other technologies that are available. And it goes back to our conversation yesterday where, look, understanding what your users' behaviors are, something that's been done. I'd say that's the job of a CDP. Managing your external communications, your email, your SMS, their communication platforms that are already doing these type of integrations. And then there's your A-B testing, your website iterations. Like there are point solutions and then there are now these all-in-one platforms. And it goes back to the conversation we had yesterday. Talk to me about the value exchange of using a digital experience platform as opposed to point solutions that can help you accomplish relatively the same thing. So platforms, and again, I think we need to double check what a platform really is, because if a platform is not built from the ground up, then it's basically a set of potential best of breed solutions. Might still be sold as a platform, but really is the platform. I think we can make that discussable. In that way as well, if we then take a view at if you really have a platform, usually after initial setup costs and initial to get go, your cost can be lower than having multiple solutions out there. But it's also about reusing content. It's about having all the data deeply integrated to each other. If you have an e-commerce solution that is in the same platform as your content, in the same platform as your, let's say, email marketing, whatever happens wherever, all these systems instantly with quite simple rules can try to make a better experience. You click this button on the website, well, maybe that actually triggers an email like three days later, and it automatically loads the right images and everything. In a platform, that's applying a couple of rules, it's configuration, and you're going. If you're talking true integration, and some of the, let's say, heavier experience platforms are a combination of integrations with best of breed, now you need to actually really deeply integrate, and that actually brings complexity and cost. Yeah, you know, I think that going back to our conversation yesterday, talking about the value of point solutions as opposed to platforms and thinking about the same thing with DXPs, that there is some parallel here where when you are thinking about choosing a platform, the and this is how I wrapped up yesterday's episode, my takeaway is it is not just a question of feature set, right? You can map together Treasure Days as a CDP with Marketo or Twilio as an email marketing or communications platform, and also build in some sort of a website iteration tool. And you're doing relatively the same thing. The problem is, are those tools, do they have the connectors to be able to communicate with each other? Is your data going to flow seamlessly? And do you have the resources and team to be able to manage that process as opposed to moving towards a digital experience platform? You get an all-in-one, but you're stuck with their feature set. 
And then the last thing is you also have to look at cost. Maybe there's variable costs for the number of emails that you're sending through your point solutions where it might not be the case with the all-in-one DXP. And so these are long-term decisions that you really need to evaluate the marketplace and think about how you want to operate your organization. Whether you're willing to go through the pain of iterating and building your stack or whether you want one solution that you're going to really deeply integrate into your overall operations. Absolutely spot on on that one. It always comes down to where are you on the digital maturity slider as a company? Where do you want to go? What are the goals that you want to achieve? And based on that, you can go pure platform. You can go pure best of breed. But you can also go, of course, with a hybrid model. You will use 80% of what the platform is to offer. And then for the last part, you actually do go best of breed, adding integration, complexity, and yeah, cost. At that level of scale, I don't think anything is an easy solution. So you really just got to pick one fork in the road and head that direction. And that wraps up this episode of the MarTech Podcast. Thanks for listening to my conversation with Eric Jan C. Van Putin, the VP of Marketing at Dynamic Web. If you'd like to get in touch with Eric, you can find a link to his LinkedIn profile in our show notes. You can contact him on Twitter. His handle is Eric Jan Van Putin, which is E-R-I-C-J-A-N-V. P-U-T-T-E-N, or you could visit his company's website, which is dynamicweb.com. Just one more link in our show notes I'd like to tell you about. If you didn't have a chance to take notes while you were listening to this podcast, head over to martechpod.com where we have summaries of all of our episodes, contact information for our guests. You can subscribe to our once a week newsletter. You can even send us your topic suggestions or your marketing questions, which we'll answer live on our show. Of course, you can always reach out over social media. Our handle is martechpod, M-A-R-T-E-C-H-P-O-D on LinkedIn, Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook, or you can contact me directly. My handle is Ben. NJSHAP, B-E-N-J-S-H-A-P. And if you haven't subscribed yet and you want a daily stream of marketing and technology knowledge in your podcast feed, we're going to publish an episode every day this year. So hit the subscribe button in your podcast app and we'll be back in your feed tomorrow morning. All right, that's it for today. But until next time, my advice is to just focus on keeping your customers happy. Thanks for listening to the MarTech Podcast, and I hear everything production. Looking to launch or scale a podcast like this one for your brand? Then visit IHearEverything.com.